Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. So no one told you that we were gonna podcast. Watched The Bachelor last night. That bullshit was a blast. Gonna call up Brandy Cyrus now. Because we gotta talk about how freaking bonkers this season is. Cause I will podcast with you. Where the heck are you? I am at my mom's house. Oh, that's cute. Are you COVID free or what's the deal, would you say? I just went to the infectious <sighs> disease doctor. Ew. I know. If you're gonna if you're gonna get the test, you go to the source, man. Yeah, it sounds like you're gonna get a disease going to the disease doctor. That's what they do there is they find out if you got the Rhone. So anyway, well, what's the verdict? You got the Rhone or what? I'm waiting for them to call me back. I feel <laughs> fine. My blood oxygen level was high. And that means good. Yeah, that doesn't mean good. It was at 97. I think 100 is the best. I think I got 100. When I went to the dentist, they tested my oxygen levels and they said mine were hundo. All right. I mean, it's not a competition, but you know. <laughs> it is, though, when you're winning, you know? I mean, yeah, you are winning. <laughs> Yeah, no, so I'm just hanging out at my mom's, hanging out at mom's house. It's so funny. Like, I've been, like, looking around. You know when you go home, you go in, like, your old room, and you just find the weirdest shit? No, because the minute I moved out of my parents' house, they renovated that room into something else. Yeah, that turned into (laughs) the gym or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, like my, my diploma is on the wall over here. Wow, your parents must be obsessed with you. The fact that some accredited institution <laughs> deemed it worthy to give that to me is ridiculous. Ridiculous. This room's so funny, though. And then also, so my mom went to USC, right? And so she was there when OJ Simpson was there. And, <gasps> and she wow. has a signed OJ Simpson poster in this room. Still up on the wall? Yeah, it's right there. Wow. And it's like, well, allegedly killed some people. <laughs> and we allegedly. have this in the allegedly. He did it. I mean, I think so. <laughs> and it's in my room. <laughs> Super creepy. Right? Is it creepy or yeah. is it interesting? Both. I guess. I don't know, man. How you living? Good. It's cold over here. I'm wearing a turtleneck, which is one of my favorite articles of clothing. They're just so cozy. Drinking some coffee. Wow. We got that fall vibe happening over here. How do you sleep at night? Not hmm. because like <laughs> not because like you're like OJ Simpson, like a murderer. Because you are just like hopped up on coffee beans all day. I sleep great. I don't dream. I barely wake up. Um <laughs> I don't I dream. Like <laughs> no. What are you, a robot? <laughs> yeah. I don't have any dreams. <laughs> I don't. I don't have dreams. I don't wake up in the middle of the night. I don't ever have to pee in the middle of the night. Like, I just sleep through, you know? But you should have dreams. That's REM sleep, which is well, the important type of sleep. I don't. <laughs> you don't got that REM? No. I think I, I go so deep that I just don't even remember the dreams. Well, you got that Apple Watch. You should download the uh, sleep tracker and see when you're going into REM sleep because... Do I have to wear it all night? Yeah. I can't do that. Just do it a couple nights. Just check it out. Oh, that sounds miserable. What, having a watch on your wrist? During sleep? Yeah. What, what do you know? You don't even dream during sleep. You don't even, <laughs> you're even going to know it's on. <laughs> oh, I know. I sleep great. I mean, most nights, like first thing in the morning, Ryan and I rise always like, how'd you sleep? Yeah. To sweetie asks. And I'm like, great, you? And he's like, oh, you know. <laughs> Our anniversary was a couple days back. I w- went on Worst Cooks in America, Celebrity Edition, and I never- You did? No way. I did, yeah. I did, and I won. What? And do you remember <laughs> I complained about how they didn't give me like a golden spatula for winning the fucking thing? Yes. So for our anniversary, she definitely made me a trophy. That's adorable. Wait, were you even able to be together on your anniversary? Yeah, it was the day before I left. Oh, got it. She also, give me a ding right now. Where's your bell? I'm still traveling. I don't have it. I guess I can get my, um, 
iPad, whatever. She also got me some Pendleton attire. Oh, love. And I got to say, man, I'm just, I'm moving to Yellowstone with you. All right? I'm, pen- <laughs> I'm Pendleton ready. I look yeah. like the big Lebowski everywhere I go. It's good stuff. Love it. So we're moving out of the East Nashville hipster wells into the woodsy, adventurous, wild, wild west wells. I like it. Yeah. I, it's just like more sophisticated wells. Mm-hmm. I found a cool hat in the Ooh. closet here. Oh. Gonna be wearing we that. Talk it, we talking western style? Here, we talking fedora? Me, we ta- what are we talking? Let me get it. It looks like something huh. that you would definitely have. Hmm. It looks a little... Um, Is it a little big on me? A little something. I just don't... No, no, no. Okay, 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 okay. Whatever you did just there, we have to talk about this for a minute. How do you wear hats? Okay, PSA. Girls. If you're going to wear a hat, a boho hat, a western hat, one of these hats, yeah. fedora, wide brim, any of those, you cannot wear it on the back of your head. Like that? Showing your forehead and hairline. That's not the way it works. Yeah, I feel like um, there's a lot of bachelor chicks that all ha- wear the same hat and the same boots and they use the same filter. Yeah. And they go to the same, like, revolve party. Oh, there's a revolve party happening right now at Under Canvas Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Do they not know I'm the Under Canvas queen? Yeah, why didn't they invite you, dude? Because I wasn't on the freaking Bachelor, that's why. Yeah, it was. It's a, I saw a man stands out there. I think... Um, I think Han- Hannah is. Is there a Hannah there? No. Who's Probably the one that? So many Hannahs. There's got to be a Hannah there. It's, it's got. <laughs> simple laws of mathematics prove that there has to be a Hannah somewhere in your shot here. Hannah there. Speaking of the Bachelor, we need to talk about it. <sighs> yeah. Did you think it was as bad as my text led you to believe, or did I overreact? Yeah. So let me just read what Brandy wrote to me. I've never seen a bachelorette look so bad. This is horrendous. <laughs> lol. <laughs> Threw a lol in there at the end. LOL. Okay, that was a harsh statement. I um now that I hear it back. Maybe <laughs> you're walking that back a little bit? I don't know, maybe. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Should we start the show? We gotta start it. Okay. <laughs> is it me or you? Uh maybe you me? Go for it. Bros and hoes, you're listening to Your Favorite Thing Podcast with Wells and Brandy, NPR edition. <laughs> Just trying to mix it up here. Yeah, but it sounded like NPR. I was waiting for you to be like, the Kurds this week <laughs> invaded Kazakhstan in a tribal retribute. Aid is coming, by the way, of ships and boats. Should be there next week. Peace processes will begin shortly. At the ding, it's 9 a.m. You're listening to the BBC, NPR, something like that. That's what that always sounds like to me. I've never listened to NPR. You haven't? No. Oh, dude, give me a ding. They got some great stuff over there. Or, or just like really? um, PBS in general. Mm-hmm. You ever listen to Radiolab? No. You would love Radiolab. Radiolab's on NPR. And then also This American Life. You ever listen to that? No. This American Life was like the beginning, well, it, it was a, it's a radio show, but it was like the first podcast that was ever popular, and mm. it's phenomenal. So not to get people away from our podcast, but uh, Radiolab and This American Life are two great things on NPR. Okay, we got to get into The Bachelor. There's a lot. I watched it last night with my mom. I, oh. we, should get, we should get my mom up here. My mom was heated. <laughs> Did, has she watched the whole season? Yes. She's up to date. Yeah, and my okay, mom. My, okay, my mom might as well sent that text that you sent. She is oh, great. so not about what's happening right now. Okay, so is she not about the way Claire is behaving, or is she not about the way the men are behaving? Oh, my mom is not a Claire fan. I gotta say it. <laughs> Bring her in. <laughs> <laughs> not about it. She's the problem is that my mom has three boys, so I think she sides with the guys because she's like she's being mean to those boys like that (laughs) that sounds like my mom yeah she prefers the boys like way over me miley and noah okay so let's just get into it when you sent me the text as like Mm -hmm. this is this bad lol what specifically was the thing that got it for you (sighs) well Mm. god there's just so much now i've been feeling like there's some things claire says that i don't love listen i'm all about like yes 
your man should treat you like a queen and yes, like women deserve to be treated great. Like I get that, but I just feel As like I brings over like a cooked turkey and like another pot of coffee for you. Okay, but you know what? I don't ask for those things. Okay. And I don't have to like announce to the world that I want to be treated that way. It just happens. It's great. Okay. Yeah, well. Okay. So I'm not just not been pumped on the season thus far. Yeah. All right, Brandi. Listen, here's the deal. I don't know if you get migraines, but I do. And the truth is that no two migraines are alike. If you have migraines, you freaking know, man. And that's why Cove helps you find an FDA-approved treatment that works for your freaking migraine. So Cove helps you get the migraine relief you need, and it's all done online. So this is what you got to do. Go to withcove.com and get a complete and quick online consultation. You don't need to go into a doctor's office right now. You don't need to risk getting COVID. No way. Just do it online and freaking end your migraines. For as little as $10 a month, you can get on a customized treatment plan for your migraines and your prescription will be delivered to your door. You don't have to worry about running out because Cove sends your migraine meds every single month. So you always have what you need. And best part, no insurance needed, no trip to the pharmacy, all online. Meds sent right to the door. With Cove, you can have more migraine-free days. I'm going to have to turn Ryan onto this because he does get migraines. And I know that when he gets them, he's just like out for the count, you know? I get ocular migraines where like I lose Ooh. my vision and it sucks so freaking hard, man. That's why I love Cove. So go to withcove.com slash YFT for 50% off your first month of medication and free two-day shipping. That's 50% off your first month of medication and free two-day shipping at withcove.com slash YFT. Listen, I would pay any amount of money to fix my freaking migraines, and this one's hooking it up with 50% off, which is awesome. That's spelled W-I-T-H-C-O-V-E dot com slash Y-F-T. All right, YFTers, I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. I feel like at the top of this episode, tell me if I'm skipping something, but it's Yosef, your guy Yosef. My guy's Bennett, okay? I... Oh, Bennett, I'm sorry, Bennett. Well, Bennett's coming up next. Okay, so Yosef over here. Clearly, he's needing some TV time, right? Like, he's got this whole thing planned. He's going to, everyone's like, well, you're going to say to her face what you're saying to us? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to say it to her face or whatnot. So he sits her down and he starts talking. I'm vibing with what he's saying for like the first Five or six sentences, yeah. you know? The first I'm time like, around, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, first five sentences, I'm like, dog, yeah. Like, you got a daughter? If she's watching this, you don't be stripping down naked. That's valid, okay? And I feel like Claire is is kind of, you know, usually she's real quick to bite back, but she's kind of letting him talk. She's not really saying, I see your point of view, but I think she's seeing, you know, I think she's like kind of giving him the floor and kind of giving him a little bit there. But then, like, he makes the mistake of not just stopping yeah. there. He just keeps going. It goes too far. Like, he just keeps going. And I'm just like, no, Yosef, just no, just don't do that. Because, like, you're doing all, you were doing all right. Now yeah. you're just really digging yourself a hole here. And he obviously takes this way too far. And I'm mad at him because he was actually saying valid things until he got carried away. You just needed to say it one time. One time. And then you're done. And then be like, peace. But then... He was like, you would never be the mother of oh. my daughters. You're the oldest. Once once you brought in the you're the oldest, oldest bachelorette. bachelorette. 
all credibility gone for your boy Yosef out the window. I know. Why do you have to go and do that? Because he's a fucking idiot. All right. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that guy's an idiot. So that happens. That happens. Very entertaining. Loved it. It was good. It was finally. It was finally. There's like a villain. Yeah. But the weird thing is, you're like, I don't know who the villain is here. Is it the lady that made the guys strip naked and show their nutsack, or is it the guy with the daughter? <laughs> yeah. Who's, who's the bad one here? Obviously, she freaks out. Every guy, I'm sure, is like, I want to go console her. Mm-hmm. But only one person goes and consoles her, mm-hmm. and it's Dale. Yeah, of course. I got the vibe that a producer or somebody like went to go get him because it seemed like she was Claire was really freaking out. Yeah. And it almost seemed like they knew like he was the only one that was going to calm her down. Yeah. And it almost seemed like they went and got him and were like, dude, you got to go talk to her like she's spiraling. But it could have been any of those guys. And I think that that's what kind of bugged me about it was like no one, no one is ever even getting a shot at being another knight in shining armor, you know? So then she comes back and she cancels the rest of the cocktail party or whatever, which I'm just like, I mean, clearly she's made up her mind about everything. And so it's like, all right, she did that once. We could have let that go once. Right. Same thing like with Yosef. It would have been okay one time. Here's the funny thing. She cancels that cocktail party, goes straight to Rose. And there's a bunch of guys who are like bummed out because they're not having any time with her. And my mom and I were like, I have never seen like four of these dudes. Like, yeah. who is that guy? Who is that guy? The guy with a bunch of tattoos. That guy's a guy? I didn't even know that guy was a guy. But that guy's a guy. Here, okay, here we go. Also, that one guy is so Italian. The most Italian guy I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. Right? What, what's his name? I don't know. His eyebrows are way too far apart. He went way overboard in the plucking before the season. You know who I'm talking about. He's got such broad shoulders. He never wears a button down. It's always like a t-shirt underneath the biggest fucking suit jacket you've ever seen in your entire life. The guy is Mario from Super Mario Brothers. He doesn't stick out to me. You don't even know what I'm talking uh, about? I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, everyone out there that watches the show is like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. The guy with the eyebrows oh. that are way too far apart. Huh. I need to Google. Yeah. Rose ceremony ends, and then the next day, they're supposed to go do a date. It's a day date. Oh, yeah, the one she where she makes him wait all freaking day. Then cancels it. Uh-huh. And is like, I just want to have a cocktail party. <laughs> and then, so we're like, okay, like, you canceled the cocktail party last night, and now you're canceling the day date today. Mm-hmm. And then you're having, like, this cocktail party, and then, chip and Dale, Esther first. And he's like, he does the thing where he's like, I know we all said that, like, we want equal time, but my time's more important, so I'm going to take her first. Great group hug, which is what Awkward <laughs> as hell. And all those dudes were like, are you joking right now? No, they all hate it, and they're like, the thing about a group hug is that only Dale and then whoever is also next to her gets to hug her. And then everyone yeah. else is hugging dudes, which is like, cool. That was super awkward. And they just go to Pound Town. Pound Town. They go to the El Presidente suite. <laughs> she goes, oh, my suite. Here we go. Yeah. Then they show the clip of her talking to the producer saying, can we just like hurry the rest of this up? Yeah. <sighs> that looks bad. Well, then the one guy goes and interrupts them like making out and like they're giggling like stoned little school children i know like they took a huge rip of nitrous and they're like <laughs> it's it's so awkward so awkward and then dale sneaks in again like uh-huh. i think someone gave him an edible that night like he was just like he, he did seem weird yeah he seemed like real goofy and he's like oh i got lost and here i am i found myself naked in your bed all of a sudden wow this happened <laughs> i slipped and my dick fell inside of you like, ew uh, i took it too, too far. far i took it too far <laughs> i'm sorry and then are you kidding me that she gives the group date rose to dale of course what does she think's gonna happen? Does she really think that she, that's gonna happen? And then that and no one's gonna say anything. There's gonna be no repercussions with the other dudes that she's giving Dale the group rose. Yeah, and she's been around this franchise yeah, long yeah. enough to know that she's creating the villain. Yes, I don't think he's a bad guy. I also don't think she's a bad a bad woman. You she's have- just not playing the game. There's a formula to it. There's a format, and she's just not playing the game. Totally not. I guess good for you for. Like, you know what you want, and you went, you went for it. But my thing is, is, like, this is the only time where, like, this is totally socially acceptable on, in our society. Where, yeah. where, like, you get to date, like, 30 people, and, like, no yeah. one judges you for it. We're actually judging you because f- you're not doing it right now, which is a very weird thing. But it's true. 
The next thing, the one-on-one, the, the awkward one-on-one with the dude she sends home. I think the next thing is a bachelor from like 1987 comes in. A bachelor oh, from 1987. Oh, yeah, someone no one knows. Back when the bachelorette was in like black and white. This is when she was there. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting there talking and she's basically like, I found my guy. And so totally. the, the girl's like, that's exactly how I was when I found my guy, which is a cute scene. The thing that grossed me out about it, she was like, I have Dale's pants and I sniff him when he's gone. <laughs> Super weird. First of all, Dale, why did you give her your pants of all yeah. the things? Because that's like, Ew. you know, like sometimes, you know, you fart in your pants, you know? Sometimes <laughs> you get some bacon strips in your pants. Like, that is the weirdest thing, you know? Oh, super and like, weird. I don't know how vaginas work, really, but like, when guys pee, you get a little bit of pee in there after you. Ew! You do. Like, that's just what happens. And, and she's, <laughs> she's over there just like. <laughs> and then the girl, the other bachelor smelled it too. I was like, what the fuck is happening over here? Why is everyone sniffing pants? I don't know. It's weird. Then it's the one-on-one, which I'm sorry, I think is the saddest thing that I've seen on The Bachelor in a very long time. The absolute saddest. I know I'm jumping the gun here. The fact that she didn't even have the balls to go to that dinner and, and to break up with him herself, I think is in sane first of all you know that was like probably like at three in the morning and someone woke chris up and he was like uh what <laughs> and they're like hey so um claire wants you to want you to go break up with someone he was like claire wants me to what uh claire wants you to break up with somebody you're telling me at 3 30 in the fucking morning she wants me to walk over there and break up with this guy and i'm like, sure that was wh- how could you why what was the reason for her to not be able to do that Obviously triggered her, like the way he touched her, I guess. He seems like the sweetest dork I've ever seen in my life. Like, I, he doesn't seem threatening to me, and I, and I don't know. But it was just... I think she just didn't want to kiss him. First of all, can we just rewind real quick? The Manny Petty thing where he was getting so nervous was so funny. Hilarious. I love this guy. Like, he does not like getting his feet touched. You can tell that. But he's like, I'd do anything. Like, if you ask me, like, jump, like, go bungee jumping, I'll go do that. Never done that. And it's like, oh, my God, this guy's sweet, you know? I know the whole thing was so sad and so awkward. And so like when you asked me in the beginning of this of our episode here, like what for me was like made me send you that text. Yeah, that was the first thing when she sent Chris to break up with him and didn't have the balls to go and have that conversation herself. I was like, okay, this is like my big strike with her. Listen, I get it. I don't know the extent of like the abuse or whatever of her last relationship, and it was obviously very triggering. So I am sympathetic to that. But it almost got to the point where I would have probably pulled her into control and played it back and been like, because we all see what happens, and it doesn't seem aggressive. Mm-mm. It seems like he's embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whoa, 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 I wanted to kiss you. Like, and, and so he's like trying to stop it, like trying to stop the thing. And then she gets so awkward and he just doesn't know what to do. Someone should have been like, let's just go watch it. So you know what you're dumping him for, really. She obviously was like very triggered and was like, get him out of here. And that poor guy, the poor guy kept on being like, it's just a misunderstanding. Like, I thought that I didn't know that she wanted me to come forward. And the, like, it was just like the saddest puppy dog thing. I know. Yikes. That was like the first big thing where I was like, okay, I've never seen like Chris be the one to come to a dinner date and break up with somebody. Like, that's just insane. Imagine being the guy that got dumped by Chris Harrison. Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good resume builder right there. So the roast happens. Mm-hmm. Your boy Bennett. My the boy, shining star of the roast. My boy Bennett comes through, killing it. I'm telling you, Bennett. Bennett for Bachelor. Right, this is what I want now. I want Bennett for the Bachelor. <laughs> I want yachts, and we're going to Nantucket for fantasy suites. Like, this is what I need. I think Bennett, he knows he's a caricature of himself. I think Bennett's smart. What? Harvard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I went to Harvard. That makes sense. Duh. But everyone went in, and so she gets kind of so upset that everyone goes after Dale. Claire, you know what a roast is. Mm-hmm. There's the man of the hour that everyone roasts. Well, who's it going to be? Of course it's going to be Dale. Who else is going to roast? They can't roast you because they, they want roses. Mm-hmm. They can roast Chris, but whatever. Of course they're going to roast Dale. He's the main mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. But my boy Bennett coming in with like, when do you think that you Claire's going to realize <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, give a shit about her. And I was like, Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> Cutthroat. Just like, whoa. <laughs> My favorite dig at Dale. I don't know who said it, 
maybe it was Bennett. I don't know. He had so many jokes. I can't keep up. My favorite one was the whoever said, um, what's one thing you don't know about Dale? Nothing because he doesn't stop talking. Yeah. The roast was what, you know, fine. It was like, whatever. I felt like Dale like sat there and took it all really well and everything. Well, and he knew he was going to take it because he also said the thing before, which was I'm the best suited for her. I, I yeah. was the best suited to go like comfort her then, which everyone was like, fuck you, bro. I mean, that's why it happened. He knew it. He even yeah. like, even afterwards, he was like, I took my licks. You know, I know I get it. But so, she well, didn't. She, like okay, so this was strike two for me. Yeah, okay. And it only took two strikes, honestly, yeah. for me to send that text. For her to in every single one of those conversations, for her oh, to hey, only on. ask about Dale. Hold on a second. Hello? This is Michael from Doc's office. Hey, Michael. How are we doing? You're negative. Yay! All right, thanks, Michael. You're welcome. All right, bye-bye. All right, so I'm COVID-free. Nice. Nice. Okay, sorry, go back. So she's sitting here in this freaking cocktail party after this roast date. All she does is ask these guys about Dale. I know. After several of them stand up and and say, hey, I don't want to talk about him. I want to focus on you and I because yeah. that's what you do on this show. Yeah. I've never seen it backwards like this. When I went on the show, my sister was like, the number one thing you don't ever do is talk about another guy mm-hmm. to the bachelorette. Don't do it. Yeah, exactly. That's the kiss of death. You're going to go home. Kiss she, of death. She's over there doing the exact opposite. She's it's asking all insane. the dudes about everybody else. It's crazy. Does she not think they're all going to go back and sit there together and tell each other that that's all she asked about? She did not think that one through. I mean, maybe she was like, is there some red flags that I don't know about in terms of Dale? And I need to But that's not what she said. No, I know. She was was defending her. She was defending her man. It was bad. You can't have a man this early in. And if you do, you can't say it. Yeah. Play it cool, lady. You gotta. Like, listen, the past, like, six or seven bachelorettes knew night one. Their first impression rose went to the guy they picked in the very end. Girls just know. They have a gut feeling. Night one, who it's gonna be. And nobody else has handled it this way. Yeah. This is the thing that bums me out about this season because she only cares about one person. It means that. that, Yeah, it means that we only care about one person. I don't know anybody's name. I know Bennett and I know Dale. That is it. All right. There's another guy that's got a big tattoo on his chest. I don't know his name. He's got cool hair, kind of. He's like, I, he's the best. He's like, does anybody else think that she doesn't fucking like us? And everyone's like, no, no, no. I think she's still into us. And he's like, I don't know, guys. I'm pretty sure she's not into it. And Bennett's like, no, I'm pretty sure that uh, there's a possibility. And he's like, I don't think so. Well, the other guy that's that's boiling is the one that had the one-on-one last week, the one that you said was oh, really yeah. boring or something. Yo, I know. He's um, losing it. I'm, I'm now on that guy's it. team. I don't know his name. Is it Jordan? Is it Mike? Is it I don't know. Ryan I just know R? he's also an ex-football player. That's all I know. Everyone's a football player. Yeah, everyone's a football player. <laughs> You're not letting go on the show if you don't know if you're a football player now. <laughs> <laughs> he's starting to lose. He's like... <laughs> losing it. He's like, I don't normally get mad, but I'm like, fucking <laughs> I'm not normally like this. Sure, you're not. <laughs> I'm normally manipulative. I'm not usually angry. <laughs> <laughs> the episode kind of ends with Chris being like, you know, this doesn't end well for anybody. Like, you got to stop. And and then it was finally then when she realized, and she said the thing of like, I've been waiting for this for so long. You played it this way. You can't keep doing this season if you don't like anybody. You know, she took that one, that guy on the one-on-one date and then had Chris break up with them. Then they go to like, the big group chat with the guys and Dale's smug being like, I knew that that wasn't going to work. And it's like, of course you did. Because at some point when you guys were in pound town at at El Presidente suite, she was like, (laughs) I'm picking you, bro. And everyone else is going home. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure he was like, of course he's going home. Everyone's going home except for me. Mm -hmm. And then it ends with the sexy slow-mo of Tasha getting out of the pool. Yeah, I know. Which, I thought that was pretty racy for ABC. Paradise is on ABC. That's like everyone's intro in Paradise. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed sexy. Well, she's in a Paradise baby. with all of its black boxes just doesn't scream sexy to me. Yeah. You have been complaining that the season is boring. This past episode wasn't boring. It was the first time this season that I haven't like scrolled on my phone the whole time. Yeah. The thing that my mom kept saying when we were watching it is that she was like, I feel bad for these guys. Like, me too. Like they're kind of getting a raw deal. They are. The thing is, is that Claire gets to have the defense of like, hey, love is love and this is how I feel. And like, totally, I can't, you can't knock her for that. And I kind of applaud mm-hmm. her for it. 
when she gets upset about the show kind of crumbling around her, it's like, well, what did you expect? What do you think was going to happen here? I don't think she thought it through. I think strike three for you is going to be, because they keep on teasing it, where she's like, I'm not going to apologize for love to all the guys. <laughs> and I think that that's going to be a bad moment for her. You have to be empathetic, Claire. Mm-hmm. You have to realize that, yes, of course, you put your life on hold, and this is your love story, but it's also theirs, and they also put their life on hold, and you know, you got to walk a mile in their shoes, and it's going to be a bad look. Well, can't wait to see Tasha come in. Me too. Mainly because I'm going to be on one of them episodes. So. Oh, yeah, that's exciting. I, I'm curious to see like what guys stick around, what new guys come in if they do. I just like I can't wait to see like what they end up, where they go from here, where they pivot from here. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if the guys are like start comparing the two. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, obviously I know Tasha. I do not know Claire. But like Tasha is very warm, very loving. She's not going to be like laser focused on one guy. I could just... I, that's not a dig on her, but it's like she's going to be the best threat, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. But listen, Claire's not done yet. Yes, we got a teaser of Tasha getting out of a pool, but I'm telling you. You think we got another full episode of Claire? I think we got three-fourths of an episode. <sighs> okay. As long as Tasha takes over at the end of this next episode, I'm good. Here's the thing. Like, we can complain about this all we want. I kind of love Claire being the bachelorette because it's this season is crazy. Like, we're all like, you're breaking all the rules, lady. And I love it. <laughs> I love it, Claire. Then for Bachelor. All right, is that enough Bachelorette talk for I think one it's day? plenty. I think we did a plenty lot. Plenty Bachelorette. I, I, to, to all our YFTers that don't watch this show, I apologize. But I'm so sorry. It was like when we were doing Game of Thrones recaps, like in the last season. That was a big episode. All right? That was like the Red Wedding. Okay? <laughs> that was pretty close. <laughs> all right, so Brandy, we are having a, a quarantine crew Halloween party coming up cute i mean got to right i cannot wait yeah. for you to see my costume it's gonna be great and i'm so excited because you know how like, when you have a party it's like people are like what do i bring what do i bring and then you're like okay well you get the bread and you get the beer and you, you know whatever and bread and beer that's all you need that's all that's, all, that's <laughs> such a guy thing that's all you need is bread and beer <laughs> but anyways i'm so excited because i got the jello shots i'm talking about boozy bites I love Boozy Bites. I actually have a few boxes that I have tucked away for my Halloween party. I used to actually just like make jello shots from scratch every time I would have people over and it it takes forever. It's like I I can't believe I ever thought that was fun because now I just don't have the time. So this is great because Boozy Bites are delivered straight to my door and the best part is they don't have to be refrigerated. I always like I never have room in my fridge for jello shots. Like it's just a thing. So with the Boozy Bites, they're naturally temperature stable and they stay good for over a month. So you can order them and just leave them sitting out for a couple of weeks and bring them to the party. You can even ship them to a friend as a gift because they don't have to be refrigerated. They're vegan. They're made with three kinds of seaweed rather than the gross gelatin, which comes from animal homes. And they come in this really cute cup that looks like a little wine glass and it's like a push pop. It's like you push the jello shot up. It's genius. And it does what it's supposed to do because we're talking 15% alcohol there, brother. All right, this is some serious business. It comes with like rosé, mojito, citrus punch, and Moscow Mule. They're all freaking delicious, formulated by one of the nation's top food scientists. Seriously, we're not joking around. Boozy Bites are awesome. Yeah, we love Boozy Bites, and we know you will too. So right now, they are offering 15% off plus free shipping for our listeners. So to order your own box or send some boozy treats to a friend, head to boozybites.com and enter the promo code FAVORITE at checkout for 15% off your order. That's boozybites.com, and the promo code is FAVORITE. Got to be 21 years of age or older, of course. For a complete list of all the states they ship to, visit their website at boozybites.com. Let's get her. I can't believe it's true, but it it is true. Uh, the holiday season is freaking here, and holiday shoppers are buying more stuff online than ever before. And if you're an online seller, like I know Brandy is, and, well, to be honest with you, I am too, it's hard to freaking keep up. So you got to get your ship together with 
ShipStation. ShipStation is awesome because you know you're getting the best rates. You don't have to go to the post office. Everything is entered into one interface on your computer or even your phone. And uh, everything is there. You print off shipping labels at home, stick it on the package, and just drop it off at the post office on your way to wherever you're going. It's so fast, so easy. And you get really great deals on shipping when you use ShipStation. And whatever you're selling, whether it's Shopify, Amazon, eBay, or even your own website, ShipStation works with all of that. And like I said, it even works from your phone. And they also work with all major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even even international. You can compare and choose the best shipping solution every freaking time. ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers, so you need to get ShipStation. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Right now, YFT listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days. That's going to get you almost through the holiday season. Just use our offer code YFT. Make sure your business can meet the demands of this massive online shopping season and get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type YFT. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter code YFT. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. I have been watching a limited series on HBO. I'm curious to see if you have heard of it. It is called The Third Day. No. What? So I was scrolling through HBO because I'm like, HBO, like, they usually come through with the fire. And I haven't seen any fire lately from HBO. So there's got to be something I'm missing here. And I'm scrolling through and I see a series with Jude Law. Love Jude Law by the way. Um, So he is the star of this show. And so I clicked on it and it looks very like psychological thrillery. Okay. Which is my favorite kind of show. And, um, and so I, I kind of was like, I wanted to do some research before I started it. And it's interesting because it's a limited series. So it's only like five or six episodes. And the way that they explain it online, once I finish it, I'll let you guys know if this is the case, but it says that one of the episodes was like aired live, like a live 12-hour event or something. And, and like HBO was like experimenting with like a live episode. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. And that's really interesting to me. So I guess there's an initially like a three-episode summer section. I guess like each, they do it in like seasons of literal like spring, summer, fall is how they air these. Jude Law is the character. And it kind of opens up with he has a kid that was murdered. So it opens up a scene of he's in the woods and he's taking one of the kid's clothing items and like letting it go in the river where the kid was found. So he's got this like dark past or whatever with his kid dying. He's in the woods and he sees a girl in the woods who's um, trying to kill herself, basically. I'm not going to give away like how or whatever, but that's how the whole thing opens up. And so he goes to take her home and her home is on this island And I'm assuming this is set in the UK because everyone's British, but it's so cool because it's an island that you can only get to by a causeway, which is basically a road in the ocean that's only open for like an hour a day because when the tide comes up, it covers the road and you can't come and go. So, of course, like he takes her home and she's like, you better turn around and leave or the causeway is going to close and you can't go home. And And he ends up staying and finds out that he's on this island that's like a complete cult, basically, for lack of better explaining. Love a cult series. Love a cult anything. Who doesn't love a cult? fascinated by a cult except for people that are in the cult (laughs) i've only watched two episodes but it's so interesting because you really like dive into the specific characters and and it's clearly like you you learn a little bit about the cult but then they also have like like flashes of like dead animals and buckets of blood and jude law having hallucinations and you can't tell if he's dreaming or not or if it's memories or what's going on but ryan i both are like we don't really exactly know what's going on but we really like it okay the tagline is a man and a woman make separate journeys to a mysterious island off the british coast well, that's kind of vague but okay jude law's characters and sam or whatnot so he like meets this woman on the island of course and um there's zero self-reception like he can't make phone calls off of the island and it like opens up with some weird thing of him saying like Someone stole a bunch of money from him and he's got to get back to like deal with that. But then like you never hear about it again by the end of the second episode. So you're just like, did that even matter? So there's some weird holes in the narrative there. I don't know if that's going to come back around. Okay, I'm down. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get on that. I watch a, an okay sci-fi 
movie thriller on the airplane. Just okay? I loved it, but I also understand if this makes any sense. I really liked it, but I also get why it's got like kind of a shitty Rotten Tomato score. <laughs> if that makes any sense. It's Kristen Stewart is the lead. Oh, okay. It's called Underwater. A crew of oceanic researchers working for a deep-sea drilling company try to get to safety after a mysterious earthquake devastates their deep-water research and drilling facility located at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. So I've seen the preview for this. Yeah, so like they're six miles under the sea. There's like eight tons of pressure per square inch on like this research facility at the bottom of the ocean. And it basically opens with like a crazy explosion and like shit is just going bad. And then it's just her and a bunch of other people trying to stay alive. I will say uh, TJ Miller is in it. Who's really funny. So just like them trying to figure out how to stay alive. And you know, there's just going to go ahead and say the earthquakes mm, more like monster, more like Godzilla, something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Like there's some there's some crazy deep sea monsters, and they're drilling like down into the earth. So you're like, are these hell dogs? You know, it's not the Godfather. You know, it's not <laughs> Citizen Kane, but it's pretty good. Okay. You know? Yeah. I didn't hate it. All right. I have a favorite quote that I want to do. Give me, oh. give me a ding. Or I guess more, it's like more of like a favorite question. So I was, I think I was on TikTok or something. Or it was someone, I don't know, scrolling through something and it was like someone giving a talk about like growing up and what their father did every single day when they got home from school, like at the dinner table. Got me thinking, it was like, so this is something that I want to do with my kids because I really, really like it. So every day the father would ask the kids, did you fail today? Not asking like as if failure was bad, but as if failure was a positive thing, which is a really hard thing to wrap your brain around. But successful people are successful because they fail and fail and fail, but are able to continue going, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the guy, the father was like turning it on its head and being like, did you fail today? And they'd be like, yes, I was really bad at baseball. And so then the message or what they learned from it was like, tomorrow I'm going to be better, you know? I thought that was a really interesting thought. If I ever do have kids, I want to remember to do that. Love it. Maybe don't rush on the whole kid thing because I just watched the David Attenborough A Life on Our Planet documentary. Oh, yeah. Are we going to die soon? The planet's on our way out. <laughs> so if you have kids uh, by the year 20, like 60 or 80 or something like that, like the world's just going to go to shit. Ryan and I decided we definitely don't want to bring human life into this world to have to live through that because it is looking bleak. Bleak. <laughs> You love this movie because you don't want kids anyways. This just this just gives you a reason to not have the kid. Don't divert from what I'm trying to <laughs> say here. If you guys have ever watched like Our Planet or any of the David Attenborough narrated shows and you like that stuff, this is cool because I don't think I really realized like how, yeah, he like narrates all these nature series, but like in his lifetime, he has really gone to some insane places and seen some insane things and just been so hands-on with nature and it's pretty fascinating just to kind of see clips of him, you know, as a young man traveling and doing this stuff. And basically he just says that like in his lifetime, the decrease in nature and the wilderness and the increase of population of humans is just like so extravagant. It really puts into perspective how bad the earth is right now because of humans and that if we don't do something about it, it's going to end very badly. And it's cool because like for somebody that really needs like stats and facts and stuff like that, they show you, they say like, hey, in 2030, this is what's happening. And this is how many people are on the planet. And this is how little wilderness is left. And this is how much carbon's in the atmosphere and blah, blah, blah. And in 2040 and 2050 and then 26, and they show you like, if it keeps going at this rate, what's going to happen. I just think it's very eye-opening. I think everyone needs to watch it. Climate change is real. That's all I have to say. Colorado's on fire. It's really sad. You should definitely watch A Life on Our Planet. Sorry to to be a downer, but. How did you fail today? Well, I killed the earth. (laughs) All right. It's not funny. (laughs) We're going to die off, and then the earth is just going to heal itself and go back to normal. And then dolphins are going to rule. That would be cool. Watch it and take from it what you will. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Am I the only person that thinks that their car drives better after they get a car wash? No, that's fair. 
Like I think nothing. I think my car's like, ooh, I look good now. Let's go. Drives a little faster. And the car had a vibe. The car had a vibe, dude. Also, give me a ding for car wash stores. I love the shit in car washes. All right, I do l- love it. I don't know why. It's just like what US, do you get? It's like USB adapters and uh, a bunch of Armor All wipes and uh, like new floor mats, and then they always have the most fire greeting cards for some reason. Uh. <laughs> why are car washes the mecca for greeting cards? I do not know, but I'm telling you, man. I go in That's there. The place. That's where I get all my greeting cards. You just and you got to stock up. Pro tip, everyone out there. I think we've talked about this before. You need to have at least five birthday cards, five anniversary cards, five get well cards, five just like cutesy because you're fucking awesome cards, five just like whatever cards, and you need to have a little filing cabinet somewhere in your house because you never know when you're going to need a card. All right, and here's what you do: your car is driving like shit. Well, let me tell you something, sister. Take that puppy to the car wash. Check engine light beyond. Don't matter. Take it to the car wash. It'll be driving just fine. And then pick up all your carts. Boom, bang, bing. You're living the best life. PSA to the wife tears. If your check engine light is on, please take it in and get it looked at. Don't just get a car wash. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. My- Someone's like, well said that if my check engine light came on, I didn't have to do anything but get a car wash. <laughs> By the way, my check engine light's been on since 98. All right? <laughs> My car's 31 years old. Oh. You got anything else? Maybe some music. So my sisters did put, I got so high that I saw Jesus out. I know. I saw it, actually. I knew they would. Ooh. Mandolin Orange has a new track out. Mmm. My brother, my keeper. Love me some Mandolin Orange, man. They're just the best. The best. I love it. So it goes, I lie here still. If I could fight, I'd probably kill. Are you playing it? My heart yeah. is broken, I'm filled with dread. Dizzy by the buzzard circling overhead. My brother, my keeper. My brother, my friend. What an end, what an end I love Mandolin Orange. If you haven't gotten into them, you need to. It'll, it'll do things for you. Oh, I got one more. Have you listened to this new Sturgill, kind of like a bluegrass record? No. Sturgill Simpson, he's pretty cool. Here's uh, <laughs> I Don't Mind. But there ain't no going back now And ain't no way that I can change I believe that I found God About the same time that I found you All that stuff about heaven well, I know now that it's all true But you drift in and out of my dreams now Like a ship out at sea Sturgill seems it's cool. And he's not accepted by country music, and it makes no sense to me. Zero sense. Uh, what do you got? You know I'm a sucker for a good R&B track. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> Um, you've been getting that deep dick, and you've been needing some. Oh boy! You've been needing you sound some. Like my sister. <laughs> Every time I turn on an R and B song, she's like, "What is this on your like fucking playlist or something?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> uh, that really got you. Huh? <laughs> finally, Cyrus Miley says something that I approve of. <laughs> oh jeez! You know I love my girl Kalani. She's on my. Babes. She is on a song with an artist named Fora, I believe. P H O R A. It's called Cupid's Curse. It's a vibe. She a cute thing. She ain't nothing like me. Always trying to play, but this ain't a game. And once I'm gone, baby, what you gonna say? Why? You've never been a type to compromise. Why? Whoever you're looking for, I wish. 
Some baby making music, but Brandy doesn't make babies because the world's ending. So that's just some double D and yeah, you know, my uh, Dancing with the Stars second favorite. But Nelly has a song out with Florida George Line, and I'm here for it. It's called a Little Bit. FGL and L- and Nelly. Nelly, yeah. Wow. I you know I didn't realize I was watching Dancing with the Stars. I guess it was maybe last week or the week before, and. Uh, Tyra asked Nelly um, something about she she brought up Old Town Road and she was like you know everyone's uh, freaking out about the crossover between Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus like hip hop and um, and pop music or whatnot and she was like but you did that um, like a decade ago or something and I forget Nelly had that song with Tim McGraw yeah uh, over and over again it was yeah. a vibe like he he was like yeah he was like you know I love country music I grew up on that. And stuff, so I thought it was pretty cool that he um hasn't he's got another country collab. I love FGL. Great guys. Let's roll. Man, that's gonna be so big down in like Florida, you know. I can see Florida. I can see like everyone down at like Gulf Shores. That's where the, that's where Florida Georgia Line is actually. No, yeah, no, that's, no, that's Florida Bama. Florida Bama. Dang, Florida Bama. Yeah. When you had me look up the Kalani song and I typed in Cupid, all of a sudden the first thing that came up was Cupid's chokehold. Do you remember? Oh, I, thought, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say the Cupid shuffle. <laughs> No. Do you remember Gym Class Heroes? Oh, yeah. That's a great song. Dude, let's go out on this. This this song is going out to uh, Dale and Claire. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah, you do, Dale. And I know it sounds so old, but Cupid got me in a chokehold. Yeah, he does. And I'm afraid oh. I might give in. Towels on the mat, my white flag is waving. Yeah. I mean, she even cooks me pancakes, and I've been seltzer when my tummy aches. If that ain't love, then I don't know what love is. Fantasy Suite, Episode 4! We even got a secret handshake, and she loves the music that my band makes. I know I'm young, but if I had to choose her or the sun, I'd be one nocturnal son of a gun. God, this is such Dale's song. Not much of a girlfriend, I never seem to kill her. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.